we're recording. <gasps> Shh, we have a special guest, but let us do the intro first. Okay. okay. Push the button. Pushing the button. Did you? Hi, Liz. Hi, miss. Did you? Oh, wait, you didn't hear it, did you? No. That's why I was like, did you bitch. push the button? Wait, I didn't screen share. I'm sorry. You're Hold rude. On. So rude. She's <sighs> trying to be professional, and then it didn't work. So that will now be the intro. <laughs> okay, we have a special guest. Yay. Hold on. Push the button. Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. Hi, Liz. Hi, Miss. There's like a weird moon happening sometime soon. <laughs> Whatever. It's a day. Maybe. <laughs> it's only because we have a guest. If we didn't have a special person on today, things would have went exactly as they were supposed to. I don't know. My USB port's been acting up since yesterday. So. Got it. <laughs> I didn't know it was the USB port. I thought it was the mouse. It's because we have a friend today. We have friends. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our friend? Oh, hello. Our friend is Liz from the Wayward Spirit podcast and Wayward Spirit TV on YouTube. Hi, Liz. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for being on our show. We talked a little bit before before we started recording that how we hijacked um, we hijacked you because you were nice enough to ask us to do something and we're like, yeah, you're just going to be on our show. So that's fine. It's totally fine. I love this episode. I actually forgot about the episode we're going to talk about. And so it was fun to rewatch it. <laughs> I yeah. love the fact that in this episode, it's Disney without being Disney on an undisney like topic. <laughs> It's Disney strippers. Is exactly I'm really surprised is. that at no point was anyone just like, hmm, Dean with all of his pop culture Funimation facts mm-hmm. was like, hmm, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine. <laughs> Ariel is a five foot nine redhead. Yeah, a five foot nine redhead. <laughs> that was funny. The Jasmine part was funny. He's like, her name is Jasmine. I'm like, what do you think? Wait, so she's a stripper? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that assumption. Oh, I totally will. <laughs> so Liz tell us tell us a little bit about yourself tell us about your podcast yeah so my podcast like you said um is wayward spirit pod and I love to dive deep dive deep into the lore so I like to say that I do uh, research Winchester style and I yeah I dive deep into the lore and um talk about the episode that it came from and then on wayward spirit tv I uh that's my youtube I do a lot of like walk reviews I put the podcast up there as well and then just a lot of other fun stuff <laughs> I'm really I like that phrasing <laughs> research Winchester style yeah yeah I watched some of your YouTube videos and I have to say I am very jealous of your video editing skills well thank you because that is one skill I don't have and anybody that can do it I'm like how how do you how do you do it I can't I can't figure it out. It took me a minute. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos and I've been like taking like ideas from them and I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm gonna like zoom in there because yeah. I, I don't think I was very great at it in the beginning, but I'm getting better. So thank you so much. That means a lot. You're welcome. No, they're awesome. Thank you. Do we just want to jump on in? Uh, sure. So the episode we're going to be talking about this today is going to be episode I was going to say today I don't know I I think I was about to jump into like next episode next uh this episode is going to be season four episode 14 sex and violence and this episode came out February 5th 2009 and takes place in Bedford Iowa oh it was almost a valentine's episode almost a valentine's (laughs) ep this is a very decent supernatural valentine's day episode that's could for you, sure yeah i was gonna say could you see that being a, a valentine's episode i can but i'm also a little disappointed in the first time that they go to the strip club at how focused dean is not on the strippers right he was so excited and then like it didn't even matter he didn't even give one glance to any of the strippers and i was a little disappointed on that until he went back with his like butt buddy when has yeah. dean ever been focused on a task especially when there's half naked women around right <laughs> that's so funny to me <laughs> yeah he's he's way more up front in like a roadhouse than he is in this what is it the honey pot no the uh hold on the honey honey wagon honey wagon oh, i'm sorry we went from a pot to a wagon <laughs> okay not winnie the pooh i know you're in disney mode right now but it was 
wasn't Winnie the Pooh's honey pot. <laughs> that just sounds real dirty. The honey wagon. <laughs> Does honey wagon sound better to you? No, it, okay. none of that sounds. Not really. <laughs> okay. Like what? <laughs> okay. D- would you like me to hit you both with a plot? Yes, please okay. tell us what this episode was about. Let's see if I can get through it without screwing it up. <laughs> Doesn't happen all the time. Okay. Sam and Dean take on a case in Bedford, Iowa, in which three men inexplicably beat their wives to death. Isn't that just lovely? Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, perfect. (laughs) The brothers realize that behind the murders is a siren, a creature that can take different forms and desperately needs love, compelling people to kill others or themselves in a show of devotion. The siren has been posing as different strippers in a strip club to meet and seduce men. Dean suspects that the siren is a doctor who Sam took an attraction to and had sex with Sam. Keep it in your pants. While Dean, hey, hey. <laughs> he's allowed. <laughs> I have a thing with Sam having sex. I can't deal with Sam doing those things. I don't know. It's just weird to me. I feel like you didn't have a problem before Bruby. No, I had a problem with the werewolf lake girl. Oh, Madison. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna need you to calm yeah. down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Dean thinks it's the doctor. Uh, well, Dean was at the strip club bonding with the FBI agent assigned to the case. However, the FBI agent reveals himself to be the siren. It had taken on the form of Dean's ideal brother in order to get close to him to take Sam's place. The siren puts Sam and Dean both under its spell and then pits him, pins them against each other in a fight to the death for its love. Means suing fight sees Dean poised to kill Sam with an axe before Bobby shows up and kills the siren with his own venom by dipping a bronze dagger in Dean's blood. First of all, he didn't dip it in Dean's he blood. He dipped him. it in Dean. <laughs> he stabbed <laughs> him. Right in the shoulder. There was no dipping it in the blood. It was like, boom. <laughs> I also appreciate after he was there and they thanked him. <laughs> Bobby's like, yeah, you've done enough for me. At no point was he like, sorry for stabbing you. <laughs> it had to be done. It had to be done. Uh, and then Bobby flings the bat, flings the blade at the fleeing siren's back, which was just epic. That was like so spot on. Way to go. I feel like Bobby practices yeah. that. That was a straight up Loki move. <laughs> <laughs> the siren's death breaks its hold over the victims. Uh, Bobby tells them that they hadn't themselves told you. Okay. Bobby tells them that they hadn't been themselves under the science influence. However, the bitterness and tension between the brothers remains, particularly about the cruel things that they had said to one another under the siren spell. Dean having said that Sam is no longer the person he knew, and Sam having belittled Dean's trauma in hell. While having a conversation by a bridge With next to water. Yeah. Oh, that's how all the deep conversations go down. It's right. the go-to Winchester spot. <laughs> The fact that they found this river with a bridge in Iowa. <laughs> are you assuming that there are not a lot of bridges or a lot of like creeks and rivers in Iowa? That was a that was a big, decent. They had. Did you see the boats? It had a marina. I did not. I didn't pay attention. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was coming down to the end of the episode. I knew what was going on. I didn't need to look. So, Liz, guest Liz, yes. what did you feel about this episode? Do you have any thoughts? Anything you want to talk about? We kind of make it free form. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I, okay. So I really like this episode. I think it was funny because going into it, I knew who the siren was. So I was watching and they make the girl, like the doctor seem so suspicious. They do. I even started second guessing it again. And I've seen this episode, I think three or four times. And I was like, wait, is it the doctor? (laughs) I know I did too. I was like, this is only my second time watching, but I was like, it's either the dude or the doctor. It's definitely the doctor. It has and then to for a minute, doctor. I was like, like I, I thought it was both of them. I was like, is, is he just changing? Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> and it's just so weird because like, she's not, it's like, she's not even like, she doesn't even talk normally. She talks like so <laughs> weird. And I'm like, no normal person talks like that. <laughs> that so I wouldn't know why they, they were only watching the videotape for what seemed like I don't know 15 minutes but they all had their shirts unbuttoned and his tie was down and it's like was it really that much of work like did you get that hot watching this video for like 15 minutes remember she was thinking about other things specifically parts of things yes yes that she's just his lips 
be that kind of make that's why you think she's the siren like who says that like, it's such a weird like pickup line i'm like what that doesn't even it's no. so strange he fell for it though he's like oh really hmm he just totally parts for it. <laughs> see i hate those scenes because i i really like sam so i'm like oh this again like <laughs> then i'm also sitting there going is the office closed because those curtains are open Right. At no point was against the blinds. Like, I didn't even think about that. That was my first thought, and I don't know if it's because it's like my third time watching it. I'm like, okay, hot and heavy. No, okay, there goes the shirt. There goes the tie. I don't know what's going on. Oh, the blinds are open. Is anybody like? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They were those metal blinds too. He had no. uh... There's also a camera. There's an oh yeah camera. Oh my god, because that's what they were watching us keep up. <laughs> like, there's a oh camera my god. in that area. That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that because they were watching the video of her room. They Someone stole it out of her refrigerator. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's funny. <laughs> wow. Somebody's got to go doctor that tape now. Right? <laughs> oh, she, she'll doctor it. Because <laughs> she's a doctor. <laughs> she can do Small doctor town. She works a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where did she find the time wasn't she on call with the er or something I don't know. She, she just scheduled in sex with sam <laughs> pm she was working overtime yeah <laughs> that's why it didn't work out with her and her dead husband oh <laughs> poor carl oh that's funny <laughs> oh. i think one of my favorite parts was when dean was mad at him from like messing with her because he was like first ruby then the werewolf and now her like what are you doing got a thing for monsters that was that was such first off it was a big brother moment but then it just got nasty it did yeah because here's the instance where she wasn't a monster Mm -hmm. and he still essentially insinuated that's all he can get even though he almost got the art collector that's true way back in season one (laughs) that is true I think what we're learning in this situation is to pretty much stay away from brunettes. Yeah. Hey. I'm just saying Jessica was fine. It's not her fault she died. Well then. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I think it is funny that he goes after the opposite afterwards, though. Like, I I mean, something to look at or note, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I guess, yeah, because he and he and Blonde Ruby didn't even knock boots. They didn't knock boots till she was brunette. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't like her very much when she was blonde, Ruby. Mm-mm. That's a good point, Liz. I never thought about that. Just some Samuel insight. I know. I love Sam. <laughs> but here's Dean, who can literally go to a strip club and do whatever he wants. Like, his brother literally walked in on him having sex and was just like, like, the like show. And Sam's just like, no, I don't ever, can't, can't burn it out of my brain. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. That's just me. But you're not his brother. <laughs> You're right. I am not. <laughs> there are fanfics out there, though, for that. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to dive into that. I don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want to. No. People won't like me very much when I. <laughs> when you dive into fanfictions. <laughs> <laughs> I voiced my opinion one time and someone said, I wouldn't even say that. I was like, oh, Okay. You're going to have to, though, because eventually we go into an episode. I think I have said it on here. Well, we're going into a specific episode where they go to the little convention. Yeah. I love that episode. It's like Clue meets a convention, and it cracks me up. Yes. I love it. (laughs) And that's not even counting the musical episode. Yes. That episode, the musical episode, and French Mistake, they're all my my top three favorites. (laughs) They're so good. So good. <laughs> what else? What else? What else? How about Dean going through Sam's phone? The phone he left at the hotel. Yeah. Like he calls Sam. Yeah. Calls Ruby. Yeah. Ruby. I love Ruby, but I forgot that like he hated her back then. And he <laughs> and he was just like he I guess he felt like he was like betraying him because he was calling Ruby. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. It's just sad. <laughs> Yeah, their dynamic is like, why can't we just tell each other everything? 
this whole episode was that. I mean, first off, Sam, I think, wanted to get caught. He wasn't really sneaking around in the bathroom. Yeah. He was no. talking a little loud with the door open. Yeah. And then I don't remember if it's the end of this episode or the beginning of the next, but he, like, legitimately, like, blatantly lies to Dean and is like, yeah, no, I'm not talking to her. And he's like, don't, don't make me feel like I'm stupid. Like, I know you're lying to me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So he, he isn't. He isn't being very sneaky about it. No, I agree. <laughs> Did we talk about the stripper names before I started to record? Uh, I don't think so. I, that's what got me into the Disney mode. And I was my letdown on Dean's That's right. pop culture knowledge. You're right. That he didn't cross his T's and dot his I's and be like, hmm, they're all named after. Which would also make sense because, I mean. Did you notice that, like, Belle, like, when she told the guy to go kill his mom, she just perfectly got back into her dress. She just, like, walked right over. It was still on the floor. She oh, yeah, just she stepped just... in, just pulled it back up and was like, okay, I'm gone. <laughs> She had it down to a science at that point. Mm-hmm. And I also think it was really, like, that face is so creepy to me. And it's like that, I don't know, it reminds me of the, um, was it the Wraith when they were in the, like, hospital? Yeah, and they had to look through the mirror to see them. Yeah. It's so creepy. That face is, oh. That just reminded me of the end, the spit. <laughs> oh. When it, when it, like, back, back of the mouth inside mouth spits at Sam. <laughs> He's just like, oh, God, what? And I think it's funny that it's the spit, because I think in, like, in the real lore, they sing, I think they sing, like, a song or something, and that's why they're called sirens. <laughs> and that's what, like, lures the men in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it, it looked like, like a spray bottle or, like, a like a lawn spigot or something like, I mean, like they probably did they probably used a spray bottle oh no like the dinosaurs that spit in jurassic park that's oh, the ones that like. aren't real yeah wait they're not my favorite di- no and that were my that was my favorite dinosaur and then i found out it wasn't real and i was you like take hey. that back liz they I are can't. too real I didn't shut history. up <laughs> i create the dinosaurs <laughs> that's so funny we're going back in time and we're making it <laughs> Although I did like that Nick Monroe reminded me a lot, a little bit of like Nick Wilde, who's a Disney character. Okay. From Zootopia. Mm-hmm. And like how he dressed with his button down and the tie and kind of that personality. <laughs> Even though this came out seven years before Zootopia. I don't think I've ever seen Zootopia. It's, it's good. Okay. Yeah, it's not like the best Disney movie, but <laughs> you follow a bunny along. She wants to be a cop. You know, good times. That's cute. Okay. Judy hops. Did anybody else find it weird that, like, Dean, his perfect thing wasn't a stripper? I mean, I guess at this point, we shouldn't really be surprised that it would be, like, a brother well, figure. I would say, I feel like his, maybe the fact that he feels like he lost his brother and they have that rift right now that he wants that perfect brother figure. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess since he's not telling him about Ruby, he feels like, I guess kind of like he stabbed him in the back or something because he can't include him, but he can include a demon. So Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, I do think it's weird. I think you're right. I think they're so, like, codependent. It also does make sense. <laughs> Could we also talk about how Dean is the one making fun of Sam for essentially sleeping with monsters, but Dean's the one who's constantly befriending them? That's true. <laughs> That is so true. <laughs> Have we really seen that yet, though? Oh. Um, we did for a hot minute with Gordon. Hmm. Dean trusted Gordon when Sam didn't. But was that when but Gordon was a person then? But he was also a cold-blooded killer. Well, I who mean. Who then became a vampire. Potato, potato. Like, he was a human. <laughs> okay, and Sam's <laughs> a werewolf who just became a werewolf. I don't know. <laughs> Why are you drawing lines? Why are you being so aggressive right now? My goodness. Just saying. You can't defend one if you can't. And then we got Dean, who's got BFF Cass, who's technically a monster, even though he's an angel. That's true. I love Cass. <laughs> and now you have Dean befriending a siren. That's true. Yeah. Just saying. Just- you just got so aggressive. My goodness. <laughs> 
this, this episode is called Sex and Violence. I know. Just. <laughs> and well, I don't want either part of it right now. You're. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wake up and choose violence. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, Bobby. Just Bobby. Then this episode has been my favorite. <laughs> he answers the phone, obviously cooking. His apron because he's a true gentleman. He's not a heathen. He doesn't want to get it splatter on his finest plaid flannel. Like that means he has to do laundry. He doesn't have a wife, so he's got to do it himself. Oh. And he obviously doesn't have the time because he had to go drive and save the boys. Yeah. <laughs> While looking through all his books to find out how to kill it, I did like all of his phones though. The CDC, the FBI, the. I love that, and I love how when he he like finished talking to him, he was like, "No, he's like, if you have any more stupid questions, don't like, don't ask." I was yeah. like, "Ask Bobby." <laughs> then the idiot after he hung up the phone. Yes, that was great. <laughs> Classic Bobby. And he has them all on landlines just in case he loses power. He can still answer the phones. Bobby's a thinker. You know, he's so smart. I mean, it only took him a weekend to build that. Uh, devil trap thing in his basement so oh his, his little safe room yes his safe yeah. room that was awesome <laughs> I had a weekend free you know what you do <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do this weekend <laughs> Just, <no. laughs> that's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work <laughs> I don't know it's heavy lifting I just no not gonna I'm not gonna do that anything else you want to talk about don't think not too much besides like some of dan the dean's mannerism. oh you did it this time <laughs> his danerisms <laughs> normally i say dan and seem uh his mannerisms in this episode bothered me I really like i feel like i don't remember him being so like out right with girl i don't know i just feel like I don't know I feel like he was like a little bit more angry in this episode and like I get I get that because he was angry at Sam and the siren and everything but I agree I just feel like he was very like I don't know I mean he normally is blunt and very like kind of angry but like I feel like this episode it was just like I don't know it was a little bit more yeah there were there was a lot of back and forth of Dean acting like Dean and then Dean being slightly odd like him in the strip club was weird him going right after sam's throat about like who he sleeps with is weird and not even stopping to think about like the possibility of anybody else being a siren yeah and the fact that he got along with the fbi guy like so quick was weird because i'm like normally he doesn't trust anybody Mm-mm. so it was very strange that he just was like oh yeah we're cool now <laughs> and immediately as soon as they go outside he's like oh is that a if an impala oh man how did you get everybody and also the fact that they were like oh yeah we buy that you're an fbi agent but yeah. you don't buy that we're an fbi agent so we're gonna make you work for it yeah and then bobby's at the end's like it was a simple phone call and you could have like avoided the whole entire thing <laughs> <laughs> that's true i guess they never really stop to think like they're so busy proving themselves <laughs> as agents that they're not like hmm maybe these other people are lying too right let's check on those guys <laughs> No, we just thought you you obviously are and we're not, so right. we're going to run away now. <laughs> That's so funny. I never thought about that. <laughs> I was also surprised Dean was like way more higher focused on that agent and it never clicked in his head that he's like, hey, so I'm actually really focusing on this dude in a strip club. Yeah, that it never like, yeah. Yeah. It's his mind. Which would be a Dean Mecca. Like all he needs is to find himself a Mulan and he would have been happy. That would be a completely different episode. (laughs) It would have have definitely shifted this entire episode in a whole new direction. I could just hear, let's get down to business. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing. Again, in theory, this stripper siren is only picking Disney names. Kara's not a Disney name. So does he think that Sam's, like, ideal woman is this doctor who's overworking herself i could see it yeah i just thought of another one she'll make a man out of him (laughs) okay (laughs) 
I love that song. I really <laughs> get that song stuck in my head, and I'm like, what? And then I listen to it because I'm like, I just, I love that song. You have to. Yes. Oh, Mulan's amazing. <laughs> that song plays in my head when I work out. Um, it was part of my Disney playlist. It was towards the end of the marathon. I was like, I need something. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> get me pumped. <laughs> probably gonna listen to it after this thing at donny osman <laughs> you're like as a matter of fact i'm queuing it up right now yep. <laughs> are we ready for some tiddly bits yeah tell me some stuff i did not know about this episode um you might have known some of it probably maybe or not probably that's why they're tiddly bits mm-hmm. throw them at you Please don't. Violence is not part of this. Sex and violence is the name. (laughs) Okay, using it against me, I see. We've got a guest. You could at least be nice. Hot feet kettle. (laughs) While I sip my tea. She's never going to want to come back. Listen to be like, you know what? I'm good. You guys sounded great on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, my podcast is good. We'll no longer be needing your services. Thank you. <laughs> but that's so funny because that's what the strip club told the strippers. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Sam and Dean's FBI aliases are special agents Murdoch and Styles. Todd Styles and Buzz Murdoch were the nomadic stars of the early 1960s TV series Route 66, and they drove around in a Corvette convertible. Uh, when Dean says, sounds like Ozzy and Harriet and see Sam, not Seam, Sam! That's, that's a name you know. <laughs> Sorry, I've been doing watching too much Demon Slayer, and all I can think of. They're one person. is Tanjiro and Anosuke, he's like, I have a name you know. Not anymore. That's what makes it. Every time you mess it up, that's all I can think about. <laughs> Sam says more like The Shining. Okay. Yes. Ozzy and Harriet were the parents of the Happy Nelson family in the 1950s and 60s sitcom The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. And The Shining, uh, Jack Torrance, the lead character played by Jack Nicholson in the movie, um, tries to kill his family. You know, as people do when they're stuck at a hotel. I would say they were snowed in in a hotel. Nothing better to do. <laughs> run of the mill uh the siren stripper personas are all named after official disney princesses maybe that's why mulan wasn't in it she's not is she an official princess she might be now i'll say i feel like she should definitely be grandfathered in at this point probably so is jasmine from aladdin aurora from sleeping beauty ariel from the little mermaid and Belle from beauty and the beast the stripper bar is named the honey wagon <laughs> A honey trap is a con where the mark is lured into the in with the promise of sex, so honey and sirens might be might go together. Uh, but a honey wagon, totally different thing, uh, was the 1800s equivalent of a septic truck. That's disgusting. Before municipal sewage systems became the norm, in town outhouses uh, had holding tanks, and periodically the honey wagon made the rounds, hauling off the astoundingly nasty content. From strippers to poo. That's how that's how we're going right now. <laughs> Oregon right. Trail. Oh, someone died fording the river. I got typhoid from the honey wagon. Gross. Keep moving. <laughs> Next. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on. I gotta read it. Uh, Bobby talks about the sirens and said that it's most likely a toxin or venom and not necessarily a siren song. And then Sam says, uh, makes them go all Maturian Candidate. The Maturian Candidate is a novel, was also made into a movie twice, about a son of a prominent political family who was brainwashed into becoming an assassin. I never saw that. Have either of you seen that? I haven't, but I know my dad has. I've heard him mention it at least once or twice. Yeah. Uh, hyacinths were the flower found at each murder. It is also the name of a figure in Greek mythology who was the mortal lover of the god Apollo. In one version of the myth, Hyacinth is killed when Zephyrus becomes jealous of Apollo's love for her. Uh, and then Dean gets all mad and he goes, did you sleep with her? And Sam's like, no. You mad? Dean, no. you mad you went to a strip club and you didn't pick up a chick? Exactly. That's Your brother exactly went to go get is. evidence and he's the one who gets to sleep with a doctor? Yeah, he's like, Sam's got ass. Now I'm pissed. 
<laughs> I mean, Dean hasn't gotten any recently. He came back from hell. Yeah, that's true. He really hasn't gotten any. Maybe that's why he's so angry. <laughs> he's pent up. Exactly. He's frustrated. <laughs> Highly frustrated. Now he's taking out on his little brother who's getting it all the time. <laughs> all the time. I mean, he's getting booty calling Ruby. That's true. Yes. That's true. She's picking him up in dark alleys. Uh, so the dean says, he talks about basic instinct, uh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone played a bisexual serial killer in Basic Instinct. In the film, the detective on the case, played by Michael Douglas, sleeps with her even though the murder case he's researching details how the victims were bludgeoned to death by an ice pick during sex it's certainly a way to go like how do you uh, no no okay not i don't That's i don't want to know i don't want to know uh <laughs> my last to leave it kara is one of a select group of women who did not sleep with sam and die there wow. are this is exactly what it said there are eight victims of the peen of death. So he's like the reverse good luck Chuck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You don't you don't want to sleep with Sam. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I your odds are I mean, I feel like the same thing for Dean ish. But, or maybe it's the yeah. fact that, like, Sam doesn't really sleep around, so we have, like, a smaller number to compare. That's true. Whereas, like, Dean just kind of goes from town to town, so, like, there's a higher probability of them surviving. <laughs> That's true. There's a bigger pool. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one has a kid that is not. Yes, it is Dean's kid. It's Dean's kid. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> yes. He I is think- Ben's dad. <laughs> I told she. I think she totally lied. She's like, no, it's not your kid. You know, it's his kid. Like, yeah, I think she was just like, you know what? I don't want to tie you down. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're not going to be around. Yeah. And this is this is way more dangerous than like we're ready for, and we've already kind of like experienced that full front. Yeah. <laughs> full frontal. Full frontal violence. Like my son was highly involved in this situation. I, yeah, he was highly involved. Oh, so my new favorite thing to say will be peen of death. So um, you're welcome and look forward to it. I love that. (laughs) I like that tidbit though, because like, honestly, I didn't even realize that there were people that did sleep with him that did survive. Exactly. You're like, wait a minute. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. That's true. But I also can't like think of until it happens on screen. I can't be like, oh yeah, Sam slept with X and O and yeah until i'm like oh that's right they sleep together right because the only ones you really remember are like ruby and yeah madison well jess i assume he and jess slept together well yeah but she's like she's she definitely died she's like the very beginning <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did <laughs> nothing i guess nothing dealing with like the vagina and sam <laughs> sam's mom also died he birthed him <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was great (laughs) yep connecting the dots on my big wall with my string does it look like this yes (laughs) like a couple question marks (laughs) oh my goodness that's hilarious okay like that doctor is definitely an alcoholic now so we don't know if you really survived too long oh that's true maybe it was delayed peen of death death like final destination you can't really escape it yes i feel like we need to check up on her and see how she's doing somebody has to because she was obviously hung over when sam met her when sam went to have a serious talk she pulled out alcohol she's like drink my whiskey she's like it's medicine i was like that's what an alcoholic would say that's why she was talking so weird yeah oh well, maybe already, like two shots in right oh, so boy. not a monster but maybe a little messed up yeah, there were some issues. <laughs> issues, definite issues. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you some mythology on a siren. Bring it on. Um, so I got my stuff from Botanica, GreekMythology.com, GreekerThanGreeks.com, Theoi.com, WorldHistory.org. Yeah, that's You're right. Greeker, greeker than Greek. Greek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so in case you're curious what a siren is, according to Greek mythology, a siren is a half bird, half woman creature who lures sailors to destruction by the sweetness of her song. And that comes from Britannica. They have the power to enchant and to charm. And according to Homer, uh, there are only two sirens that resided on an island between Aiea and the rocks of Skyla. And I'm going to probably butcher a bunch of Greek because I don't speak Greek and there's a lot of Greek. It's Greek to me. <laughs> I'll ask Nicole when she comes back from Italy. Um, this number of two sirens later increased to three sirens and moving the location closer to Naples, Italy. Uh, as Dean mentioned, because he knows things, uh, in Homer's he Odyssey. <laughs> he reads, <laughs> he reads Okay, he, he reads. reads. He obviously read Homer's Odyssey book 12. Wait, that was another tip that something was off with Dean. Because he's like, I read. That's the thing. He didn't catch the Disney princesses, but he's all about like Homer's The Odyssey. Right. Um, Odysseus, under the Council of Circe, actually escaped from sirens while crossing the sea with his crew by plugging his crew's ears with wax so they couldn't hear the song. Uh, but Odysseus actually wanted to hear the song, so he tied himself to the mast. So that he wouldn't steer the ship into the rocks towards the sirens. But why? Why? Just he was curious. Like a, oh, okay. So it was like an experiment. But in a chain of events and being a dick, uh, he technically killed the sirens because if a human passes without actually falling into the sirens spell, the siren will actually die. So he just killed the sirens by wanting by being selfish. Wow, way to go! That's a dude for you. Thanks, so thanks, that's, Odysseus. That's- <laughs> Um, so sirens are supposedly the daughters of the river god Achelos, or Achelos and a muse, although the muse is never fully named, but it's one of three. So it's either Terpeshior, Melponen, or Cal- uh, Calliope. And most people seem to believe that it's Calliope. And according to Ovid, who was a Roman poet, sirens were actually handmaidens to Persephone. But when Persephone was tricked by Hades down to uh, the underworld, um, and in case you're not familiar with Persephone, she's the daughter of Zeus and Demeter. Uh, Demeter actually gave the sirens wings in order to help them find her. So she entrusted them to find Persephone. And obviously, in being incapable to do so, uh, Demeter condemned them to live as sirens. Oh, because they couldn't complete their task? Yeah, they couldn't find Persephone and save her. Uh, so there are only two places that sirens really call home, one of which is the Anthemoisa or Anthemusa, which is a flowery island uh, said to be the Serenium Scopuli, uh, which is the most believed home to sirens. This is today known as Punto de Foro in Sicily. And then there's the Lacerinius or Legala or Legali, which is a small group of islands off of Amalfi coast of Italy. Um, the one thing that they do all have in common is that they are usually surrounded by cliffs and rocks because what they do is they'll call across the waters, which will cause the sailors to steer in that direction, not even taking into account the layout. And what they'll do is they'll run themselves ashore and tear themselves apart. Um, and a lot of these islands are usually surrounded by bones and corpses, usually scattered around that they obviously also don't notice because they're too entranced in the siren spell. Um, So as I said before, uh, the number increased to three sirens, and here are possible names of them. And there are technically three different ways that they go. So there is Pasanoi, whose name means affecting the mind, Um, Aglayup, which is splendid voice, and this is the one I'm going to butcher probably three times, Thelsipia, it's T-H-E-L-X-I-E-P-I-E-A. You lost me at the X. Which uh, is charming the mind. Okay. And the other versions are Parthenope, Legia, and Leucoisia. Parthenope meaning maiden voice. Legia meaning clear toned. And weirdest one, uh, Leucoisia meaning white stuff. <laughs> I don't make these rules. I just find them. Um. <laughs> So according to the Argonautica, which is a poem by Apollonius of Rhodes, the sirens' names were Thaxinoi, Thalsinoi, Molpe, and Algaphonos. Thalsinoi meaning charming the mind, Molpoi meaning song, and Algaphonos meaning splendid sounding. 
Um, and if you're not familiar with the Argonautica, that's the story about Jason and the Argonauts and the quest for the Golden Fleece. And in that story, Jason and the Argonauts also encountered sirens, but actually were saved by the poet and Muse's son, Orpheus. Um, and Orpheus was actually taught by Apollo to play the lyre, which actually he uses to drown out the songs of the siren and ending up saving them. Uh, however, in that expedition, one crew member, Brutus, heard the song, actually jumped into the sea and was saved by Aphrodite, the goddess of love, pleasure and procreation. So he didn't actually die either. When he didn't die, did a siren die? That's how it goes. Oh. Um, so according to Latin author Huguenus, uh, there are actually four sirens, not three and not two, like Homer originally said. Uh, and those go by the names of Tellus, Radni, Molpe, and Thuxiope. Now, supposedly sirens will throw themselves into the sea and drown if a man isn't lured by their song. Or they are fated to die if any mortal hears their song and lives to tell the tale. So they won't actually die until the sailor is safe. Okay. Um, so sirens can be found depicted as having the body of a bird and the head of a woman, uh, usually with a lyre and seen in musical scenes, scenes with Dionysus, or atop funeral monuments, with the most famous being a 450 BCE red figure Stamnos by Volchi, or Volchi uh, that actually depicts Odysseus and the sirens with a siren from the top kind of diving into the sea. So that would be right after they all survived. Um, and that's actually located in a British museum. And the last story I have of sirens is that apparently Hera persuaded the sirens to challenge the muses to a singing contest. And in the singing contest, obviously the muses won. And uh, <laughs> in victory, they plucked out the sirens' feathers of their wings and actually made crowns for themselves. The sirens would then turn white, fell into the sea at Aptera, and eventually formed islands called Lukai, meaning white, because obviously that's what happened when they fell into the water. And actually this group of islands is now today known as the islands of Nissi and Leon on the islands of Crete. Wow. Um, like I said, they are bodies of a bird with the head of a woman. They actually didn't evolve into this idea of like this beautiful siren that we picture now um, until the classical period, that transition into the classical period. That's when they evolved into beautiful and serene creatures. Or FBI agent dudes. Right. Like I said, beautiful, serene creatures. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a woman. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that Nick was not a beautiful, serene creature. I apologize. I'm sorry. He was, he was perfectly beautiful in uh, True Blood. Thank you. He was highly serene. Wait, what? He was Jessica's boyfriend in True Blood. He was Hoyt. Oh my it's god! Been, I don't know where I'm pulling that. It's been years since I've watched anything dealing with True Blood, and I didn't look that up before now, and it just, in talking about it, connected the dots. Yeah, he played Hoyt. I did not put that together. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for um, that tiddly bit. I got tiddly bits in my mythology. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted to lastly touch on the hyacinth because I forgot about the hyacinth. So I did a quick little looky-loo on hyacinth. And uh, they are known as having a fragrance that is intoxicating uh, so much so that they are called nature's perfume. Uh, they are originally in pale blue or violet colors, which is what we see in this episode. However, now they are available in a rainbow of colors. Uh, their name usually means or to give a hyacinth usually means your loveliness charms me because apparently there's the language of flowers. Oh. So if you get a hyacinth, it means your loveliness charms me. And hyacinths only bloom once a year, but they will come back every year, making them a perennial plant. And according to Greek mythology, and this is what you touched on because it's actually slightly different than what you said. So in one Greek mythology I found, it was actually named after a boy named Hyacinth who was killed when a discus hit him in the head. And what ended up happening is a hyacinth sprung from his wound when he laid in Apollo's arms crying while he was dying. And they were named such because the petals look like the letter A, which in Greek indicates the sound of wailing. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> okay. That's all I got on that one. I'm never going to look at a hyacinth the same way. You're just going to hear wailing. <laughs> wailing and this kid got hit in the head with a discus and this plant just sprung from his head. But like he did die in the arms of a Greek god. Okay. Oh. So Apollo Apollo's here picking up dying children, teaching people to play the lyre. <laughs> Apollo's all over the place. Apollo is the Bobby of the Greek mythology world. Oh my god! <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Oh that is amazing. 
<laughs> oh, Bobby. I love that. I do think it's interesting that like Supernatural kind of like was so different from the real lore this time. It was like they just went completely opposite almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing they kept is they, I mean, they obviously didn't take anything into consideration about the mythological descriptions of the sirens, but they still made them pretty kind of scary looking. They did, yeah. Even so though they were very Reaper-esque. They were, yeah. They didn't have and- eyes, right? There were no eyes. Kind of. They kind of had like a, like, like you know, in the the famous picture of like the scream. Yeah. They looked kind of like that. Yeah. They did. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> um. But yeah, usually sirens don't leave water or anything. They're not traveling. So the fact that this one was like free roaming was they're weird. not. They're not moving around the town. Yeah. No, not usually. I mean, they lost their wings. I don't know why in my head I always just picture them as mermaids. Okay, because people actually get mermaids and sirens confused. Um, Isn't there a TV show called Sirens where they're like mermaids? So sirens are actually predators, whereas mermaids not necessarily kill men. Um, They're usually so like, whereas sirens are used to kill people, like their job is to lure sailors and kill them, not like have any kind of future with them or anything. Like mermaids are known to have beautiful voices, but they enchant the sailors to fall in love with them. They're not killing them, if that Love me. Love me, love me. (laughs) There is a show on Freeform, though, called Siren, and they're like, you can't see that, never mind. Um, They're like half fish, half people. I wrote some of these stuff down because I was like, Missy's going to ask no one. Uh, so, what, what am I going to ask? Well, about sirens and mermaids. So, <laughs> sirens originated in Greek mythology, and mermaids originated in European mythology or folklore. Oh, um, and mermaids have the head of a woman in the tail of a fish, whereas sirens have the head of a woman, the body of a bird. You just anticipated that I was going to be like mermaid. A lot of people think, well, especially <laughs> like you think like Starbucks and stuff. Like everyone's like, ooh, the siren. Oh. I'm like, that's not a siren. <laughs> That's a mermaid. I think it's because of Pirates of the Caribbean because I just had to watch that movie for like this. It's the last class that I'm taking for college. But anyway, and so um, they had mermaids in there, but they were similar to sirens because they sang and then killed the men that came to like find them. But they called them mermaids. And so I think like I think like different movies and stuff have just like confused it for people because they like mesh them together. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, but whereas I think I think it all comes down to the mermaids enchanting the sailors to fall in love with them so much that they don't realize. And I think the thing is that they want to join the mermaids, and the mermaids obviously can't leave the water, so the sailors end up drowning. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's not to confuse either of them with a harpy. What? <laughs> now you're just making shit up, okay? Not, there is a harpy! <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> a harpy? I haven't. <laughs> Okay, so a harpy, <laughs> just to touch on that, is a, is a creature from Greco-Roman mythology that is also extremely con- like tied to a siren because it's also half human, half bird. Can it fly? Yes. Okay. So they can fly. <laughs> but in, in Homer's Odyssey, they're mentioned as like, they're the reason like the winds carried people away because their wings are so strong. Oh, okay. So harpies can fly, sirens can't. Mermaids not even in the same no. thing. No. Got it. No, which is also funny that people consider, consider like the mannerism in which you enchant somebody is tied between sirens and mermaids, but the look is tied between sirens and harpies. I feel like we need to have a couple Venn diagrams going on right now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done schooling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for more. I thought you were no, going to pull another one. <laughs> no, I don't. I got nothing. I got nothing else. Nothing. That's it. It's really interesting. <laughs> I, I, can t- I can talk all kinds of mythology for days. <laughs> days and days. Days and days. So the next episode we have is Death Takes a Holiday, Season 4, Episode 15. OMG. Where we get our good old... Well, we get to see Pamela. <gasps> Pamela's back. Yeah, we get to see Tessa. Okay, okay. We get to see Cass. Cass is back! 
Wow, you sound really excited for somebody who doesn't like him. Cass is back from his angelcation. Angelcation, that's... Where... <laughs> Where the hell's he been the past couple episodes? Just letting <laughs> seals break. Forgot about that, didn't we? I don't hate Cass. I like Cass. <laughs> Not what you said the first episode. Because <laughs> I was like, no, oh, he makes I didn't. Good... I was like, he makes such a bomb entrance. It's so cool. And you're like, I hate Cass. I didn't like Cass at the beginning. I, I didn't. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> okay. He's not bad toward the end. Well, because you you have a more personified cast, right? He's yes, I know it. I know what cast becomes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. As opposed to like Angel Cast, Angel Dick Cast. Go back and like see him like that when he's so just like monotone and serious, and you're like, what? <laughs> When poor Misha was just like, I'm only going to be here for a few episodes. Yeah. Versus like eight seasons later, he's just like, God damn it. I'm still doing this voice. <laughs> I love Misha. Oh my gosh, she's the best. She is. <laughs> Cass does have some good lines too. Yes, I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> just his entire just interaction with Dean 90% of the time is my favorite. And like I said, I think two episodes or something I mentioned if not then it was in my head when (laughs) they knew each other so well that they could improvise certain scenes and it works out so well when like Cass doesn't have his powers and he's trying to like get out of the diner and Cass we can still see you because I know because what are you like limp dick now and obviously Misha forgot the line and just looked out the window so at that point, obviously, Jared goes, you hurt his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and it fits so well. You hurt his feelings. That <laughs> at no point I was like, oh, he forgot the line. That wasn't written in. I love watching bloopers and behind the scenes stuff. They're so funny. <laughs> I just love their dynamic. Yeah. Good times. Great old days. W.S. Classics. Sorry, that's a jingle for a radio station. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Just kind of bust into it every now and then. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh yeah, the next the next episode is a seal breaking episode. Where we break seventy five more seals. We're trying to well no, we're trying to break the one seal. We're over the sixty six. No, we're not, not yet. No, remember because next episode is like they break eighteen. That's right. That's one where it's like sixty six school kids and like twelve something or others on like a f- like fishing trip. I don't know. Some questionable seals. That just start. That sounded like uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas there for a second. That's what it feels like. <laughs> That's what this feels like. They're gonna be five golden rings. I mean, in this next episode, they're gonna try and kill two reapers under a solstice moon. <laughs> That's so supernatural, right there. <laughs> two reapers under a solstice. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's ten species go extinct in Key West. That's a seal. Oh. Um, Fifteen fishermen go blind on a fishing trip. That's a seal. We can can make this into song. A teacher locks the doors of a classroom and kills 66 school kids. That's a seal. I don't like that one so much. But none of these are good. That one's not so much fun. None of them are really good. The fisherman, eh, whatever. When Samhain rose on Halloween, that was a seal. (laughs) Wait, the what on Halloween? Samhain, Samhain, if you're familiar with Trick or Treat. Yeah. Yeah. That was a seal. Him just being like, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm <was> here. <laughs> Broke a seal. Got my jazz hands ready. And as, as we mentioned with Chris Angel is a douchebag, which was episode 13? What we talked about last week? No, uh, 11. 11? 11. 11. Oh, yeah, after school special was the last time. No, 12. We're both, 12. we're all wrong. 12. We were close. Yeah. Uh, by episode 12, we already had 34 seals broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one seems to talk about that. Like, what what, what are we doing with our lives? But the funniest part is we don't even mention it. Like, at no point are they like, we should try and stop the seals. They're like, let's go on a hunting trip. Yeah. This one involves strippers. Great. Let's go. Cool. The world is ending, but it's fine. <laughs> you know, we're 34 seals in. I don't think we're going to stop it at this point. <laughs> Until next episode, they were like, oh, no, we should stop this seal. For the quite a second. <laughs> While they're at Oktoberfest in Cannonsburg, seals are breaking. Seals are breaking. They're just having bratwursts and beers. 
getting taken by Dracula. Sorry, I just kept reading it. I was like, supposedly there are 533 steals still currently remaining. 533? 533, but only 66 needed to open the cage. Oh, so they were close. How do they pick then? Like, do you like try to go? I guess you're just trying to do them all. Anyone happens, happens. Which, like, at some point, they're just like, you know what? Let's let's make. You know what? There just happened to be 15 men fishing. Hey, we can cross that one off our list right now. Make them blind. (laughs) Done. This classroom has 66 students. Oh, how does one classroom have 66 students? Reggie, that's a lot. (laughs) This is a one-room schoolhouse. Like, how does this? How does that work? Maybe they were having a. An assembly. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> senior assembly. Sorry, seniors. Like, Ooh. <laughs> it was talent show day. You know, that is funny. <laughs> They're so random. They were, they were putting on a supernatural musical. <laughs> it's too early. I we haven't know. even talked about the books yet. Sorry. Ooh, I love the books. They're so fun. I also like uh, Chuck for like. I was gonna say, when do we, do we meet Chuck? We meet him around the same time. And Becky. Becky? Becky's so funny. Do you remember Becky? Do I remember Becky? Yeah. The one that Sam marries? Yeah. Okay, I mean, just, what? We're not I'm talking making, about spoiler I'm things. Sure. <laughs> and that's a blonde. Maybe that's why Sam just saved him off. He's like, nope. You're so right. That's <laughs> He's like, the one time I let a blonde in my life. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh man. But that's all I got for this episode. I liked it. Thank you, Liz, for so much for joining us on this episode and giving us your feedback on what you thought about it. Yeah. Thank you for letting me come on. It was so much fun. <laughs> I, yeah, you guys are definitely going to have to come on my podcast next. Oh, we would we love would to. Love it. <laughs> Whenever. Like, we could talk about anything. I don't really care. <laughs> we'll plan the next one. We'll have give a plan us, give us some homework. It. We'll do some research. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll have to do real research, not just IMDb. <laughs> You're going to have to start getting into some of the real stuff now. You know? <laughs> I know, but you went really deep into the Greek mythology. I love that. I love Greek mythology. It's so fun to like learn about. It's so fascinating. Actually, I realized one thing that I forgot, and Missy, I kept this just for you. Because <laughs> uh, we always talk about our, our, the OG, Pliny the Elder. <laughs> I love me some Pliny. He randomly shows up. <laughs> everywhere Pliny uh, shows up in the siren story yeah he does <laughs> so according to according to Pliny who doesn't really believe in sirens he thinks they're just sheer fantasy but did say about sirens although Danon the father of Clearchus a celebrated writer asserts that they exist in India and that they charm men by song and for having first lured them to sleep tear them to pieces oh Pliny explaining sirens uh, okay. Leonardo da Vinci also mentions them oh, wow it's so interesting. So Pliny doesn't believe, but he's like, I heard a story. He's like, I heard a story. And like, I feel over like over in India, <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah, they lure them and tear them to pieces. <laughs> oh my goodness. Classic Pliny. Oh, classic Pliny. I hope that he just keeps coming back. Back and back and back. <laughs> so Liz, tell us, or tell us, don't tell us because we know. <laughs> Tell everyone else uh, where they can listen to you, your social media, stuff like that, where they can come and find you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. So on Instagram, you can do at Wayward Spirit Pod um, for my podcast. And then it is on Spotify at Wayward Spirit Pod. And then um, the YouTube is at Wayward Spirit TV. And then at Wayward Spirit TV for Instagram. <laughs> so it's kind of easy. Um yeah, and actually my new season for my podcast is coming out. So yay. Well, that's exciting. People have time to like go listen to other ones and then tune in. Yeah. Awesome. You guys should definitely go check out this podcast and I, channel. I recommend the Haunted Doll episode. Yeah. And the Haunted Hollywood Sets episode. I like that too. Thanks. You're welcome. That was one of my favorite episodes, but I didn't get a lot of listens. So I was like, oh, I guess it's not that interesting. And I'm like, I thought it was great. No, I loved it. I, we love that kind of stuff. Heck yeah, we do. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that we have not cussed that much this episode. I think I did the really most. like us. <laughs> also accurate. <laughs> I feel like there was not one F that came out. <laughs> I might have said fucked. Okay, well, there you go. 
You have to have one in there, at least. Everybody, in the meantime, go check out Liz's podcast. And you can always find us on anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can send us a message on our email. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.